0: I'm Kate Daniels. I think there's nothing quite as difficult for us, and particularly for parents, to have to deal with than having your young child diagnosed with a serious, even life-threatening illness. Jasmine Jean was just two years old and was battling cancer. Now, as an adult, she can reflect on that and dream of how to make it be different. And that's exactly what she's done. And she joins us along with her business and life partner, Matthew, to share the story of the snuggle buds. Jasmine Jean and Matthew, it is so great to welcome you this morning. Thank you. Good morning.
1: Thank you. It's wonderful being here.
0: And Jasmine Jean, I am so glad that you're able to be here because you told me you're not a morning person. No, so uh, this is no. quite extraordinary. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: and 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 my mom's not an early morning person either. So I texted her at six o'clock this morning. And I said, "Hey, just wanted to wake you up to let you know. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> and I'm on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she
0: and all of us yeah. are going to be the beneficiaries there of some go. really <laughs> excellent information uh, with your story, your personal story, something yeah. that's really, in part, this part of it, snucklebuds, yeah. is very, very new. It's infancy because it yes. only started just over
2: a year ago. Just barely a year ago. We spent this last year doing a lot of research. Um, doing a lot of communication with parents doing a lot of listening listening to the stories of the different patients that have received Um, we've really done a lot of listening this year was was a listening year and we've received a lot of wonderful information to be able to move on to our next phase which is more of a building phase and more of a fundraising phase as well which is Matthew's forte
0: because fundraising for a nonprofit is quite critical, of course. Yeah. Sure. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's how it how it gets done. So. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Much as we would want to oh, yeah. uh, have things happen on a wish and a prayer. Yeah. Money yep. is very critical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And we've been very fortunate, and I think it would be yeah. interesting for you to tell a little bit about the how the vision of the project came to you and the the initial start of it mm. uh, was really this starting with family of Jasmine yeah, turning really to family and saying, Hey, will you buy into exactly. this? This is a vision I have for the project. Yeah. And having some initial people saying, yes, we'll do it to help you get the prototype doll, help you do the design. Yeah. And then it's really been that, just kind of our network it's of friends who have yeah. said, yeah, we'll do this. We'll support your uh, crowdfund campaign or another who did a fundraiser uh, around cats that she she breeds mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. And from that, we've gotten several thousand dollars to kickstart the project and in 2019. Cat. And a cat. And we cat. got a, a do- the most that. adorable cat in the world out of the we, deal. D- so. We
2: do have an adorable cat now. Uh, <laughs> yes, actually, that, that was the beginning um, was absolutely a moment of sort of like inspiration where I just suddenly had this thought. And I looked at him and I said, I think we're going to make dolls. I think we're going to do this. And he said, okay, because I come up with a lot of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idea person. I come up with great ideas, but I don't always follow through with the great ideas. And so I think he thought this was going to be one of those things that would pass in a couple of weeks and I would forget all about it, but it was not something that would pass in a few weeks. And it was very serious. So, yeah.
0: And the reason that it hasn't mm. just faded away mm. and that it is so critically important, oh, yeah. actually, doesn't the history go back yes, absolutely. way, way back?
2: Yes, absolutely. So because I was a childhood, I am a childhood cancer survivor. So because I was diagnosed at two years old and through five years old, um, I have a lot of experience being in that space, being a child in that space and being really terrified. And I remember I would get to, we would be driving from the Olympic Peninsula. We'd cross the ferry. We would get to about McDonald's right there, about the, uh, that Edmonds McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I would just fall asleep because I felt like as long as I could fall asleep, then they'd have to carry me in and then I wouldn't have to be poked right away. There was like this trauma, you know, as far as, Going to the hospital, I knew what was going to be, you know, I was going to be facing. I didn't really have a lot of knowledge about what was going to be happening to me. And I think that's where the snuggle buds come in because they give doctors and parents and, you know, other adults as well, nurses, whomever, a way to communicate with children in a way that shows them, you know, this is what's, you know, going to happen. This is what the procedure might be. This is what it looks like instead of facing it in the dark. And I think that that's eventually my mother created a doll for me. And that's oh. where it really came from was was she had put um, a Hickman line on it, which was a, the same sort of line that I had at the time. Um, now kids have a lot more portacaths and Hickman lines, but mostly porticaths if they have longer term um, illnesses. But it just gives the kids a a frame of reference. Yes. And I think that that's really, really important because I do see how my own experience didn't want to go to the hospital. I didn't know what what to mm-hmm. expect every time it was going to be something new. And I didn't know what to expect. So parents now with a snuggle bud have a way to show the kids what to expect. And the kids can then experiment on the dolls themselves. So that's really exciting too because it gives them a sense of control, a little bit more power as well because they can practice on the doll. They can practice on their parents. They can, you know, mm-hmm. they have working stethoscopes so they get to hear, you know, their parents' heart. They get to hear their own hearts which also helps them to connect with their own bodies and their own experiences. And I think the snuggle buds really, I feel like, work best for the, the younger kids. But I've also seen... Some of the older children do well with them as well. Older being? Older being more around the 10, 11 age as well. Yeah. And I think that they also benefit from them. But I would say that the ones that benefit the most are the ones who don't necessarily have the words to express what they're feeling. Right. And And I think that gives them a way to express.
0: And I could think that as a young child that... Mystery oh, is total, really yeah. frightening. It is. It's terrible because you you could envision monsters in your <laughs> yes, head, right? Yeah. So having this yeah.
2: tangible doll, mm-hmm. which feels safe, mm-hmm. boys and girls too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was very interesting. This last donation cycle that we did, I would say it was probably seventy percent young boys that received snuggle buds this last time. And, and it was interesting because it was mostly fathers that reached out to me and said, I think this would be wonderful for my son because their sons were having a difficult time expressing what they felt. Their sons were having a difficult time finding the words. And I think that oftentimes young boys are not encouraged to express that. And mm-hmm. and I think that the snuggle bud gives them, it's like that private, they can have it in their private space and they can communicate with their dolls and their parents can kind of listen in to see what's what's going on and what their child's thinking. And I think it gives the parents a great insight into what their child is is thinking and going through. And I think it's wonderful for that as well.
0: Yeah. And you have your own personal reference to that, too. You were sharing how, as a child, you'd want to fall asleep to push, oh, yeah. push off that time that yeah. you have to get poked. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah. obviously a very frightening time.
2: Yeah. And one of the wonderful stories that we heard, and it's very parallel to my own experience, was a little girl about five years old who— Every single time that she would have to go in f- to get her portacath access, she would just have to be held down by three or four people, and she would cry and scream, and it was just this awful experience. And once she had her snuggle bud, um, and the snuggle bud had the portacath as well, just like her, her and her mom went through it and talked about it, and, and and he went through the whole process, and she went back in, and she was so excited to show the nurses and the doctors what she had that. She had to get her her portacath accessed again, but she didn't have to be held down. She didn't have that same anxiety and fear because she knew what was going to happen, and and she had done it to her doll already as well. So there was that experience as well, and so I think she felt a little bit more in control of the of the experience. So in that situation, really reflected my own experience of being very you know very afraid of not knowing what was going to happen. And yeah. And so she did really well after she received. Yeah. It
1: and I decide you're getting we're getting lots of really cool pictures of her and other oh, kids, cute. you know, yeah. with their doll yeah. going to the medical so appointment, proud. you know, in their backpack or oh. carrying it in front of them. And you can just kind of see the enthusiasm yeah. that they have this yeah. buddy with them yeah. as they're going through. You know, going through uh-huh. their appointments and going through life with their buds. Yeah, and, and they get yeah. really
2: excited to show the doctors what they've learned and what they can do. You know, oh, yeah. I guess what I could do? I can, you know, and, yeah, it's
1: wonderful. And another component yeah. that I think in in terms of your design, yeah. thinking from your experience that's giving you this sort of insight yes. into what's important, uh, the snuggle buds are also equipped come with doctor's jackets for the oh, kids yeah. that ah, personalized yeah. to have the kid's name on it, uh a oh, stethoscope. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and even a name badge that yeah. we personalize so the kid becomes the doctor oh, yeah. as well. Oh, and yeah. you can see that they love wearing the oh, doctor's they jacket and love the kind of that pride that they're the doctor too. And you can yep. just imagine them going into the room and being like, Yep, I'm a doctor too, doc. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah. ask me the questions. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: so. That yeah. feels very empowering. Oh, it's very empowering. And it's cute too, because whenever I write an email to the parents, I say, Oh, doctor doc how's doctor Ethan or how's doctor Nathan or you know, whoever yes. whom Whenever we're talking about them, we always we always uh, give them the title that they deserve. Yes, yes. <laughs> we should mention ways that people, the means that people yeah. have of
0: finding out more about SnuggleBuds. Mm. How do they do that?
2: Yeah, right now we're mostly on Facebook. We do have the beginning phases of a website, which is
1: SnuggleBuds.org.
2: SnuggleBuds.org, or you can find us on Facebook as SnuggleBuds for Kids on Facebook.
1: Go to (laughs) SnuggleBuds.org as the website or Or SnuggleBuds for Kids on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is very active.
2: Um, There's a lot of very active communities on Facebook, so... And we're connected and in, interconnected with some of those.
1: And so. we have our contact info there yes. for yes. for messaging us. Yes. Uh, we just incorporated as a nonprofit corporation. We're not a 501c3 yet. We might yet. try to find fiscal sponsorship in the meantime, but you can now write checks to SnuggleBuds. Yeah. Uh, so we're building the infrastructure of, yep. a, of an organization.
2: Yes. This year is definitely infrastructure year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've established... How wonderful this is. Beyond
0: wonderful, how critically important it is. It is critical. I feel feel
2: it's really critical. To help kids.
0: Because part of the helping, by having that better attitude, feeling Mm -hmm. more positive, receptive, empowered, empowered, is going to be... Helping in their healing process. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's no guarantee, but but right. still, I can see that that's much more. Well, and
2: we've important. even had kids who have been through their, you know, chemo and have been through all of their treatments, and now are sort of in remission, but are still using their buds. You know, it's still part of their daily life. They're, you know, they're still using it because it still, I think, helps them, even though maybe some of that other you know going to the doctor every you know couple of weeks or whatever is over they're still working through it sure and so i think even though they're going through remission they still i still feel like they they get a lot out of the buds even beyond that mm-hmm. because there's the psychological component that i think that goes along with that as well so for the healing too because you can heal a body but that's not the end that's the beginning and once that body's healed you know, it's not a linear process by any means, you know, it's so when the body is healed, the doctor often says, oh, great, go home, you know, but they're not finished. They, they have to work through and process this emotional aspect as well. And I think that the snuggle buds give them that outlet yeah. for sure. Yes. And like Matthew was saying, you know, uh, also being able to wear the doctor's jacket and having all of their medical tools and, and all of those things also, they help a lot.
1: And do you want to say more about that in terms of the accessories that come with yeah, the doll?
2: so they come with, the dolls all come with um, IV bags. They're all colorful. Sometimes they're cats with unicorn, you know. <laughs> I, they're they're definitely very cute. There's different kinds of IV bags. And then they all hook to whatever, you know, line the child has had. And they come with working stethoscopes and little things to check the temperature, you know, and all the different little tools that doctors use. You're looking like you'd like to say something? No, no,
1: no That's pretty much <laughs> it. Other than that, we find that the kids use them. They do. Like, our first experience, yeah. we we gave our first prototypes to Ronald McDonald Oh, house, yeah. Oh, um, within, back within an hour, and they were Just to it. see what would happen. You know, would yeah, they even yeah. be taken? Oh, would yeah. they be liked? And mm. it was this magic moment where this oh, family came so in. So cute. This young mother with her daughter who was healthy and then uh, their her son- their that was son one who, year old. Who didn't have cancer. He had a rare, I think it was some uh, blood or b- bone it was marrow a blood, condition. Yeah. And they took the doll, and the next day we had pictures of him doing little uh-huh. injections, you know, yep. with the little medical toy yep. syringes and uh-huh. things on. We didn't say anything about how to no, use he it, what No, he just knew. He just knew. Just going straight to that sort of medical yeah, play. Absolutely. Um, they know,
2: yeah. the kids just know. He's been experiencing exactly, and even at
0: one year old, yes, yeah, that's how much he's already integrated. He's he's
2: integrated that already into his own, and that's why I say, like, you know, they may not have the words to the emotions Mm. and the thoughts that they're having, but the bud brings that out, so a parent can really watch and see how is their child interacting with their snuggle bud, and it will give them a lot of information if they pay attention to to how the child is interacting. And exactly like that first doll, once we got the video, I mean, by the end of the day, we had a video from the mother who was just a sweetheart, and it was like, yes, this is it. Yeah, we, we need we, to do we this. Do, we have to do this. We have okay. to. It's not even need. We have to do this. Yeah. And at that point, we had only had, you know, five dolls that um, a very – very generous cousin had donated. These are very expensive dolls that we're working with. Um, And she had said, you know, okay, well, how can I help? And I didn't expect that she was going to help so much, but she helped a lot. And she's the one that really, you know, has been, kind of being our cheerleader from the side and it's been wonderful to have that because um, each
0: doll costs how much oh it's yeah it's really expensive
2: it's uh, right now we're at about $175 with the toys the all the accessories and the shipping plus all of the you know the dolls themselves are about 120 i think with tax and all of that so we're looking to hopefully in the near future manufacture our own dolls which would take the cost down incredibly so we could reach many more children and so that's what we're planning on this year is is hopefully finding a manufacturer and bringing that cost down so that when we do the fundraising instead of helping 20 kids at a time we could help 200 you know so that's our because goal. that's
0: the thing there's that cost so we know what we're yeah. dealing
2: with but the buds are a gift yeah. To the child,
0: right? Yes, yes, yes. As
2: if right now, we're we're doing it only as donations. In the future, we've we've had some thoughts about how we may work this in the future and allowing some people who can afford mm-hmm. maybe pay it forward for another God. child yes. so there's a lot of parents who say how much is it just tell us how much to pay and we say oh no no it's donation they said no we can afford and it's like well if you if you'd like you can donate to the the big donation but all of the money goes to the pool for everybody But I think in the future what we'll be able to do is also not only will we if we have our manufacture our own doll, we'll be able to sell that doll on a sliding scale and then do our, you know, three to four times a year do our donations for kids who can't afford. And we always want to keep the donation available for kids because we want it to be able to reach as many kids as we can. Finances, you know, whatever, you yes. know, not important. So um, I think it's going to be great once we can um, have that sort of pay it forward system. Yes. And um, that can happen now. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. hearing your story, hearing what's going on, sure. If people feel so inspired, oh, sure,
2: they could get a hold of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're absolutely willing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, yeah. with that, that's the hope. Um, probably this spring or by summer, yes. that we'll do our next batch of yeah. dolls. Whether or not, probably not have our own manufacturer lined up by then, not, but regardless, yeah. we will go forward with another batch of, of donations of donations and yes. take applications and yeah. seek donations to get those out to kids
2: so. yeah right yeah we did have to move to an application phase because we did find that there was one night um i i don't know how they found out about it but one night i got 40 some requests Wow. <laughs> well, but, one
1: night but, We do know that it was one of the people who received a doll already posted just on a like a Facebook uh leukemia forum for kids with leukemia. And it basically went global overnight. Yes. And and by global, we mean global. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) We've sent dolls now to Australia. We've sent one to Malta. They're down in Mexico now. So uh, very quickly it's spread, you know, to 12 states now that we've delivered dolls. Yes, exactly. So So I think if
2: we can get that many in one night... Think if we actually connected with more forums. I mean, we're not even trying that hard at the moment (laughs) because we've been doing so much research that we have, you know, we've been in this research phase. We haven't been in the phase of like, you know, sending out 300 dolls yet. So once we get to the manufacturing phase, I think we will have endless amounts of uh, applications that we'll receive. But we did have to move to the application phase because we didn't have 40 dolls at that moment. So, yeah, which was a disappointment, but, you know,
0: and yet it shows you how great the need is. The need is there. Right. Yeah. And sadly, the need's not going away. No, it's not.
2: And that is, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. That's, that's the tough part. But here we see
0: a way to kind of ease that heartbreak. Absolutely. Ease the pain and help the child. Uh, and the family. I mean, yes, the oh, child yes. is being helped, but I mean, you can't separate that out from. No, and how we're the family... thinking a
2: lot, too, about siblings. We've been thinking a lot about siblings recently as well and how to include siblings, because I think a lot of the one thing. I you know, I was an only child, so I hadn't really thought about it. But now giving these snuggle buds to to other children, I'm seeing, oh, they have siblings. I hadn't thought about the siblings, you know. But now we're so we're working towards what will the siblings need? What do the siblings need to be able to work through the process of having um, a brother or sister who's ill? What does that look like for them? And mm-hmm. so we're sort of surveying different families and asking, you know, what what would be good for siblings? What do they need? So that's where we're at with the siblings as well, looking.
0: Uh, and I can see a crossover of working with other. Agencies, well, you mentioned Ronald sure. McDonald House. Oh, sure, So yeah. that was a good venue. They but were wonderful. As thinking about children and support for siblings, Cancer yeah. Pathways comes to mind. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they, who knows if they might have ideas on mm-hmm. what siblings need or even the siblings with the children who get the sure. snuggle buds yeah. you know kind of yeah. hearing from them mm-hmm. reading between the lines or observing yeah
2: we've been thinking about putting little like go bags together so that have you know books or coloring books mm. and you know things like that because you know there's a lot of emergency room visits there's a lot of late nights there's a lot of these things so what you know and the, and the other children oftentimes have to go along and you know and it's so I know that there's the need there as well so we're definitely open to expansion in in that direction as well and people are more than willing to give us suggestions we listen we absolutely take into mind everything that people tell us so if you have suggestions. Feel free to message us. <laughs> you know? well, yeah. Yeah. And just Absolutely. wonderful
1: seeing, I mean, as we're having these conversations with people, the, yeah. the receptivity of whether it's other nonprofit organizations or uh-huh. people in the community who are, who are connected to folks, a lot of people are saying are, right now our limit, our limit is sort of on time and and how much we can can devote to it at at the moment. Like, that's the limiting factor. There's so many opportunities we have in front of us to take advantage of that it's really wonderful seeing sort of that outpouring of support and receptivity for the project. Yeah,
0: Because really, it's the two of you, you... Jasmine, who are the dreamer and the creator yeah. and the fantasizer, and then yes. Matthew's kind of bringing in, yes. you know, the practical. And he this br- is, he loves <laughs> to bring
2: the practical side in. I I love though. I yeah. think this is really key. It's a power
0: team. It yes, team. <laughs> you know, it, how we see it's important to have a yeah. cheerleader, yeah. a support. Uh, you know, just working as team. Oh, and, you yeah. know, we're not solo individuals here. Oh, by any means, no. Right. Yeah,
2: no, no, absolutely not. I and I and I love it I'll come up with all these ideas and he says pull back a little (laughs) pull back a little just a little bit just a little bit maybe not that yet like maybe there you go not yet (laughs) like give it five months like let's just oh we could do this we could do that I stay up late and I I do I find myself staying up late at night sometimes thinking oh we could do this and (laughs) we could do that and oh if we got this going and he says okay go to bed <laughs> yeah. go, to, go to bed. Go to bed, well, dreamer.
1: Another cool part of it <laughs> in the aspect talking about families is that you're oftentimes interfacing with the parents and yeah. I think that's a component to the project that these it's oftentimes wonderful. young parents and oh, their early young. experience you know yeah. the kid having cancer and they, you know what yeah. your family went through the oh, yeah. the emotional hardship the financial hardship oh. all of these things, things. Uh, dealing with your other you know kids yeah. that are healthy and, and, and working with them yeah. through the project it's, it's incredibly stressful and draining and taxing on so many levels so yeah. some of them just talking with Jasmine oh, and hearing wonderful. that she's come through it she's 39 years old Old, okay, you know, that's we don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm young. very young. young. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> and, and, you look like a
0: teenager. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it, and not that I mean you're you've had a lot of hardship that you've experienced yeah. based on having cancer at 2, but then being able to talk to someone who has survived gone through and, it. And, yes. Um there there's a component to that as there's well. There's a
0: hope there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not that you're without any challenges, but you look great and you're living life vibrantly.
2: Well, I hope to. I mean, I always hoped to live the best life that I can live. I have a lot of things to learn. Always, but um, and I still, you know, I have I have health issues, but you know the the treatments that I got in the 80s are not the treatments that kids get now, and that's the one thing that I think is really positive, and one thing that I I I hope that a lot of the kids because I've been involved in a very long term uh, follow up study for about 30 years oh. um, it, through St. Jude and other other places, uh, long-term follow-up studies, that have shown, you know, the, the kinds of things that children who are very young may face as they grow older. When I was going through these things, these were not things that we knew of yet, you know. So when I was 12 and something happened, you know, it was... What's going on, you know? But um, now, you know, they've had time to go through all of our, you know, records and things like this and be able to tell parents, you know, uh, this sort of treatment or this sort of treatment may cause this sort of reaction later on. However, I will say that, you know, when they would pinpoint radiation in 1982. It was more like a, a three foot, dia- you know, <laughs> diameter. But yeah. now, when they pinpoint, they literally pinpoint. Like that cell. That's yeah, exactly, right? that, exactly. Yeah. So the treatments now. Um, so I wouldn't say that I am a good example of what children will be experiencing 20 years from now because what I went through was so archaic in comparison to what they're what they're treating with now the toolbox is much more advanced at this point so I would always say yes I have a lot of health issues now due to my cancer but I don't think that a lot of these kids will have the same effects that I did because yeah. they have studied it so much and they have learned how to prevent a lot of these experiences for kids. So. Well, what
0: it didn't do was take away your dreams and your enthusiasm. That's true. true. And desire really to yeah. make life better for, for others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, that's such a gift. and. Yeah. You know, we are fortunate that you are this gift in the world. Ah, oh, Right, Matthew? For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we should take a moment to mention again, how can people get in touch to get more information and definitely to support and find out when the fundraisers are or, yeah. I mean, support anytime?
1: Yeah, the big things, go to snugglebuds.org. Our contact info is there. Uh, you also see the link to the Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Facebook, like the page, yeah, and like the page. you will you will receive updates um, sure. y- and see the updates of the next time we have a fundraiser launch, the next time we're doing a batch of dolls. So basically, that's the place. And then you'll hopefully also see you know more lovely photos of kids getting yes, their dolls and we're going and to be, sharing more, sto- we'll be yeah, sharing more.
2: So we'll be sharing more stories that. soon with a lot of these kids. Yeah, have,
1: yeah. in two. Dec- <clears throat> we're looking for help. Um, you know, we're still early in our phase, but we have volunteer opportunities. Sure. Yeah. Uh, again, to help us grow different parts of the project. So Absolutely. if you if you hear this interview and you're like, "Wow, I want to be part of that." That sounds so amazing. Yes. Do get in touch with us. And yes. We'd love to talk with yes. you more.
0: Like, I don't know how I might help, but. I'd love to, and you might oh, find yeah. Yeah. you find a place.
2: Yes, right? and we need people who are creative, who can sew, who can you know do things like that. We also need somebody who speaks Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, if you have experience in fundraising, if you have experience in. Nonprofit if you're, accounting, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or if you're a doctor or a nurse who would like to uh, communicate with me, and I would love that because I one of the goals that I have for this year is to put together a comprehensive plan and how to best use the snuggle butts. And, you know, we've seen how they've been used. We've uh, listened to the stories about how parents have used them. We have a great understanding and and, and a, a pretty good idea of how to let new parents have that information, give the new parents this information. But it would be wonderful to work with somebody who has the credentials to say, yes, I put my stamp on this because this is really going to help these kids because of this ABC reason. And I and I think that would be wonderful because I'm a childhood cancer patient, but I'm not a doctor and I don't necessarily know the childhood development, you know, in these sorts of things, why it works or There's another volunteer opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they
0: (laughs) abound. Yes. (laughs) Well, I am just so thrilled that you are doing this important work, Jasmine and Matthew, together as this power team. Thank you so much for giving us some of the insights so that we can hopefully participate as well.
2: Great. Thank you so much for having us on. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome.